my cam on in a minute. Bro, you good. The Bama just freeze. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. All right. All right. Go, go ahead. Did right. he freeze? Yeah, he froze. Right All right, now. he froze. All right, boys and ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Open Field, man. We're here to talk some business, talk some football. Um, of course, the link is in the chat, so if you want to come up and talk your stuff, make sure to join up. Bama, our, our glorious host over here, is frozen right now. Yeah, do whatever you need, bro. We bad the episode Open Field. <laughs> <laughs> he just froze again. Ethical difficulties on, on, on point right now. All right. But like I said, we back. Another episode. Good episode. Best QBs, 26 and under. We're going to deep dive into that. A lot of you casuals get up here with your casual takes. Give your input on best quarterbacks, 26 and under or under 26. Um, we'd like to hear it. You already know what open field is. Get up here, get your takes off, let you know, let us know who you don't agree with. Bring the smoke, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you guys want to come up here and be friendly, but bring the smoke, man. I know I ain't the only one up here that think that these guys don't know shit about football. I know y'all be feeling the same way in the con comments. Pull up with the smoke. Like my boy Stat, you see, he pulled up with the smoke. And now he one of the ones that's here to stay, man. Same thing with Ooze. Same thing with a lot of these guys, man. We all come up from bringing that smoke, man. So I'm finna drop this link again. I'm finna drop this link again, dog. We're finna get this show started, dog. Fellas, how y'all doing, man? How everybody doing? I'm man, I'm, I'm good over here, bro. I'll be honest. Uh, obviously, I'm a, I'm a pro when it comes to NFL. But college, I, I was earning my stripes. And I've been seeing some film. There's some dudes. We got to talk about, and there's some dudes um, a little shaky about. I'm be honest, I'm be a little shaky about, but we here. Hellfire, what's good, my man? I see you. Oh, back. I'm doing all right. What about you, Lonnie? I'm doing good, like Bordeaux. Like I wasn't as deep into college as I was with with the NFL, and uh, yeah, I, I, like low key hot take. I think this will. This is probably gonna be the deepest wide receiver draft ever i think there's at least four to five ones and like six and six legit twos like it, it's this draft is gonna be crazy the draft is gonna be crazy think it'll be yeah better than... i know somebody who said he's not long terms like, like top two times and like none the... of them have an undrafted grade i'm saying I'm, in terms of in terms of depth i think like the number of not just like high-end ones i think the number of legit number two receivers in this draft is probably more than we've seen maybe ever and then like they also have some really solid threes too so yeah i think in terms we, of depth, it's gonna be the deepest wide receiver class we've ever seen 2020 2019 and 2020 those was pretty good classes to, to hold up to so you saying it's gonna be better than those i'm it saying like be. you still find like a stud in round five six Maybe that's wise it could be better than those, but those are we already know how great those were top. They're at yeah, the top. Definitely. I'm not saying like just the top, I'm saying like they're, they're yeah, good. like they're yeah, like I was two, saying. I know somebody um, who's watched round, 31 different receivers from this class, and none of them have an undrafted grade. So okay. I'm I'm working, i I've seen a lot. A lot of them are really good. I'll be honest, and um in terms of like top end talent. I, Marvin Harrison obviously is going to be a guy, right? 
Uh, Malik Neighbors, I like a lot. I'm gonna be honest, Malik Neighbors, I like a lot. Uh, I do think he's gonna be dominating from the from the slot and Rome because he's like the third receiver. I have him at two. I do too. I'm 50 50 on how much of a guy he really is gonna become. I'm 50 50 with it. He's not a scheme contingent as you may think. I'm gonna put that out there. He is not a scheme contingent as you may think because of that tape. So this is what I want to ask because this is just easy to sit up there and talk about the top guys. This is who I want to deep dive into, and this is who I want to get some of y'all knowledge. What receiver can the Chiefs get? That's the best possible question because essentially with where Mahomes is right now for us, with what he could do with the lesser amount of weapons, I mean, shit, Rasheed Rice, our argument is a first round. We just did a redraft yesterday, so – he easily made Rasheed Rice a first-round draft pick based off of, you know, being able to get him the ball. And then throughout the whole year, I think he looked like a tour receiver two or receiver three. So for him to be able to win a Super Bowl with that, what receiver possibly so, could they get? So I, I hear like Darnell Mooney to the Chiefs, but, I mean, that's just not really moving. So I'm talking about – so I really want to go for in the draft. Who in the draft could they possibly afford or possibly end so up? Not afford, like- but just end up with. So I feel like their dream pick would be Keon Coleman, but if he like max, if he goes crazy in the combine, he might not get up the top fifteen. No, I think their expectation, so, so their expectation like choice. needs to be Lad McConkey. That's where the that's where the top end of their I expectation think the needs to be. Oregon. My thing with Lad McConkey, I do think he's really good. The thing is, Rasheed Rice seems to me to be more of a slot receiver. So that's going to be like when Lad comes into the NFL, he's going to be a slot guy for the most part from what I've seen. So if I'm going based on what the Chiefs like to do, they need a wide receiver who can stretch the field. I'll go Troy Franklin. I'll go Troy Franklin if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs because he's extremely fast. When I'm looking at him like, bro, he's like MVS, but he can catch with his hands. Like absolutely actually has pretty decent hands compared to what we've seen with MVS. Troy Franklin could be a good person to stress the field for the Chiefs. They need that over-the-top vertical threat, and he's not going to be like an early pick. He can be very last pick or uh, second-round pick. So, yeah, I'm a, I think Troy Franklin. I also like good. Brian Thomas. I think like he's a solid receiver. But uh, the guy, the receiver from South Carolina, I feel like he's really a boomer bust. I think he might go like late second, early third. He's like a DK Met type type. Big body, freak athlete. He has some inconsistencies with his routes and like some of his concentration to me. But if he gets in the lab, I'm thinking he's gonna be a lot better than DK Metcalf. Like at least if he like fixes some of those his major issues. Fred, you got anything? Honestly. I would say the one receiver I really had a chance of really looking at and getting a chance to notice was honestly, like, it was Keon Coleman, but I'd say Xavier Leggetti from South Carolina is very much so a kind of a underrated type receiver. One of those big ones, he kind of gives me vibes of, like, a – A.J. Brown, in a sense, with how sometimes he uses his physicality and his run out to catch. 
And I kind of noticed he actually has been able to improve very much well with the routes, with his, with the route trees. So he's been broadening that out. So if we can, he's going to get better by the years. But if, honestly, give him right time and the right coaching, he might honestly be able to get the entire route tree down pat. And with his run after catchability, that will be a monster pick for the Chiefs to grab that receiver. <laughs> I like Leggett. I like Leggett. Um, I think I heard Steve Smith. If y'all watch Steve Smith, he actually does his own stuff on YouTube and his podcast. I was watching a video of his, and he was doing uh, kind of giving his assessment on a lot of receivers. He said some negatives about some receivers that we may talk about, and then he said some positives. And he actually said a really big positive about Xavier Leggett, saying that he's a better version of DK Metcalf. And he's like, and and then when the guy asked him, like in the draft or like right now steve smith shakes shook his head you said what no i'm talking to the chat oh when he shook his head he was like yeah he's better than dk he really thinks that xavier Leggett can come out on the field and just be a better receiver than dk so that's a lot of praise and i'm watching him i can see it i can see he's a better it's not a, it's not really a lot of praise it's just a, 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 what one thing which i realized that dk does he only just uses his his physical his physical ability. And then if you're a receiver that's big like that, that's able to play with more refined skills, you easily can be better. Mm-hmm. DK is one hell of an athlete. So using your physical ability, yeah, that might be your trump card to where you can just out athleticism any DB, but it's going to come a point in time where a DB just more athletic than you. He normally gets his ass locked up by those those DBs as big, long arms can get hands on him. That's when he get his ass locked up because you just can't out athleticism at this point. Somebody like Leggett, what got routes, ran in a wide open offense. Dude, y'all looking over though, a Donnie Mitchell from Texas, six foot four, come from Georgia, red zone threat down there in Texas. Xavier Worthy, another good. I'm talking about for the Chiefs. I ain't just throwing out names. I'm talking about guys the Chiefs possibly could get and what Mahomes can make some do with for us with receiver number one. These guys that could possibly come in and take over the load for Rasheed Rice. Because like I said, our points and times, Rasheed Rice like receiver two, receiver three, such certain games. It was games where he got off. Let's just be honest, man. I feel like he got off solely because of who was up on the center. These guys, I feel like for a fact, Adonis Mitchell, I feel like he going to be able to get off with or without a Mahomes. But him going to a Mahomes is going to shoot his, his stock up even more. The fact that these are some of the receivers that Mahomes will be able to get. Old boy from Florida, uh, the white boy. What's his name? Let me look up his name real quick. I fuck with him too. Ricky Parcel. Oh, Ricky. oh my gosh. Another guy, Mahomes. These I'm just talking about the guys I feel like they possibly could get. Jalen McMillan. Uh, what's my other dude? Oh, late, late in the draft, Brendan Jaylen Rice. Pol- Brendan Rice. But see, Brandon Rice, them more the steals, bro. But some of these guys, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, they might be able to get. What 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 uh what pick what pick is uh what pick is the Chiefs? Thirty two. Yeah, they're 32. yeah, they'll be thirty two. Yeah, I'm thinking like Brendan Rice might go like third, fourth round, and I thought that'd be a steal. Yeah, yeah. What I'm talking about though, some of these guys you get a Donnie Mitchell for a fact. I know, I know he's not the most attractive pick. Lad McConkey, another slot because 
Travis Kelsey getting old, bro. You're going to need a receiver right there. It's either you get another tight end, but I'm just going to keep it real with you. Another tight end that comes along that can do what Travis Kelsey do in the slot, that's probably not going to happen for another five to ten not years. So yet. let's just keep it real. Lab McConkey will be a good good pick. Xavier Worthy would be a good pick right there. Um, believe it or not, bro, I know I talk a lot of shit about him, bro. Jermaine Burton from Alabama. Oh, that's my sleeper, bro. I'm going to be honest. That is another great pick. Six foot, might run in the four threes, might run in a high four fours. Who knows? But six foot, 190 pounds, bro. He could easily play right there in that slot, too. Um, I feel like he's going to be a, like, high second, mid second round. Jermaine Burton literally could – when I've watched him, he can do anything on the field, bro. He has great ball awareness and – uh. Uh, ball tracking ability to really understand where the ball is going to be and make the play when it play when it counts. And he's a pretty good route runner from what I've seen too. So Jermaine Burton might be one of them guys when it comes to the NFL. I'll be honest. But for the most part, them like the guys right there, Anea Smith too. Anea Smith, he gonna be way later down there. He might be a third or fourth. But Anea Smith, another sleeper still. Um, you can get for them dudes. I mean, if you just want to, if you want to just get into the sleepers, Brendan Rice. I don't know. I think a few more people finna jump, gonna jump a lot higher for Brendan Rice. I know people talking about some he might be a sleeper, but I don't know. When you get close and closer to that pro day, they see some of these physicals this dude put on display, dude, 6'2, 220 pounds. You know who his daddy is, but like, hey, I'm gonna just play stupid and be like, hey, man, he got his football skills from his mama. Let me just go and assume that. But like I said, dude, uh, it's all in the silver lining for him. I think based off what he do at the uh, combine and a pro day, he easily, he easily, easily possibly could sneak up there and do not let him go over there with Patrick Mahomes, dog. That is going to be OC. I'm telling you. Um, Steve Smith actually talked about a Donnie Mitchell, and I've kind of when I was watching like some footage about him, I kind of had similar sentiments. So I'm curious what you how you feel, Bama. One of the things that Steve Smith said about him is that he's a body catcher, big body catcher. And I was watching footage like one of the things I wrote down before I even see the Steve Smith stuff is he doesn't really use his hands. He uses a lot of his bodies to catch the ball. Now he's an from what I've seen, he's a like amazing route runner. He can get open so fluently and he doesn't seem like the fastest guy but if you're a body catcher it definitely limits you to an extent if you can't increase your catch radius so how do you feel about that that criticism from steve smith about being a body catcher uh i feel that i take steve smith you know whatever steve smith say i fuck with that uh uh you know what i'm saying fours with his his input but me i'm a little bit more old school shit just don't let the ball hit the flow um and one thing i know with him in the red zone, he go come up with that football. However you want to put it, he come up with that football in that red zone, him being 6'4". So, I mean, that's something he can work on, man. He'll have more than enough time to work on those skills too. So I'm not really I'm not really mad at that, him catching with his body a lot just because of the type of receiver he is. Um, J-Rob uh, will tell you this when he get up here, man. A lot of times with them big receivers, they don't have hands like that because they constantly fighting. They got to fight because they're just not ultra burners like that. But the thing with him, he do got speed, which plays into another one. Fast receivers, they drop ignorant shit too. But it's just shit he can really work on. One thing you can't coach is his speed and size. And his knack to really score in that red zone. That's what that's what somebody like Patrick Mahomes finna need. Uh Kelsey not finna keep playing. I mean, I guess everybody 
can treat everybody like Tom Brady and think that he's going to play to 40. But me, I just really be thinking that everybody's just not going to play until they're 40. And we start, we slowly seeing a decline because I'm being respectful because what, what he did in the playoffs is like something not to turn your nose up at, but we slowly seeing the decline of Travis Kelsey. I'm just being Someone honest. has some background. Can I, can I add on to that? On my part? Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on one second. But yeah, but it's, we slowly starting to see the decline of Travis Kelsey. So it's time to find somebody that that's finna be that's finna be a red zone threat. Patrick, I feel like Patrick Mahomes gotta find that new red zone threat. He do because they they literally bracket Kelsey when they're in the red zone. So yeah, I agree. I just want to add on that Adion Mitchell, outside of Marvin Harrison, Keon Coleman, and Roman Duse, he has like top five upside in his draft. Like he's probably, in my opinion, like the fourth best upside out of all the receivers in the draft class due to his physical abilities and his um his ceiling. Like he has a very high ceiling. Obviously, his floor is lower than the top guys because, like what you said right there with the body, the body catching. But if he can, like, I feel like that's fixable, especially gets paired with a guy like Mahomes. Like he's already, I think he's already better than the other. I did mention if he's on a receiver right now, he's already better than the other receivers. I think he's probably automatically. The best receiver on it, obviously not Kelsey because Kelsey's a tight end. I wouldn't put a receiver right. Well, yeah, Rasheed Rice has been nice. Let me not disrespect Rasheed Rice, Rasheed, but at least number two, I think he's reliable what he needs to do. And like, like you say, it gives him a jump ball receiver because he already got a speedy guy. They do need that other big body receiver. I think he'll be a perfect fit. If not him, then get another speed guy and Xavier Worthy, probably one of the fastest or deep fast receiver in the draft. And re-emulate what he did with Tyree Hill. You know it's not gonna be similar because Tyree's insane, but we have a deep threat with a strong arm like Mahomes, then there's always gonna be positive things. Damn, Dev, you got a whole meeting going on. I'll be honest. My fault. Some people just came in the area, gotta move. Oh, you good, you good. I mean, speaking of uh oh wait, actually, Hellfire Grant, you got you got anything? No, I mean, I think you the only guy that I really think of when we're talking like underrated, I don't know if you mentioned him, uh, Devontae Walker from North Carolina. I really think he's a really good, he's our natural playmaker, especially he track from the film that I've seen, he could track the ball well downfield. And he's a very fluid athlete with excellent, when excellent short area quickness because he's able to create that separation and he has great straight line speed to like threaten down the seam. I feel like when he's used downfield, his ball tracking skills are showed way more and his hand-eye coordination to make adjustments on underthrown balls and back shoulder throws are shown especially well. And I think – I don't know how high I ha- think he will go in the draft. I have him maybe second round, bottom of the first, for me at least, but – that's just me right now because I think he is a great receiver and I think he'll be a very talented asset for whatever team picks him up. Okay. Okay. For Tez, though, that senior bowl tape is going to hurt stock. Mm-hmm. I will say that. That's going to hurt it a lot. That was terrible. Reminiscent of Kadarius Tony. Mm. Nah. Yeah. I- don't compare to K Tony because K Tony wasn't unforgivable in my personal opinion. Fair enough. Yeah, I haven't been too impressed by uh, what I've seen from Tez, but um, like to kind of go with back with Lonnie because Bama, you brought it up—a big guy who can who can catch. 
that's Brian Thomas. I'm be honest. Brian Thomas is a huge like jump ball catching, always catching with his hands type of receiver. And he obviously you'll be good when it comes to stretching out and utilizing the speed too. But a guy like him can be great because he's six four as well, and he's long. And every time I see him, he doesn't use his body; he uses his hands every single time. So. The fact that his catch radius is that good from what I've seen, and he is a consistent red zone threat too, he's someone the Chiefs could look at as well when it comes down to a receiver. I think he could end up having like a more successful career than Malik Neighbors. Not saying that he's better than Malik. I think like they can, I think they can both be number ones, but depending on what happens, uh Brian Thomas can be on a much better team. So I think Malik's gonna go a lot higher. So I think some people would think Malik is uh at in the same tier as Marvin. He's not on his. He's not on his uh, panel right now, but he's some people think that. But also, and I got a shout out. I went to uh, middle school with him, went to high school for him for a little bit. Javon Baker, my dog, cuzzo. He in the draft. He is Keenan Allen. That's my comp for him. And do I have some bias towards him because I know him personally? Yes, one hundred percent. UCF receiver. He went to Alabama for. Uh, Bam, uh, Bama. He went to Alabama for his first years. Oh, he did show glimpses. Yeah, yeah, and he and he showed flashes every time he stepped on the field at Bama. Unfortunately, you know, you guys are super stacked. Y'all had a lot of, you know, talent there, and he had to do what's better for him to get that shine. And he he bought out in uh, UCF, and he showed up big time in the big game in all the big games against Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and he showed up in the big games, hundred yards in both those games. He's re- really good route runner. He's not the fastest guy in the world. That's why I compare him to Keenan Allen. But he knows how to get open. Really good release. Hands catcher. He, and he's like 6'1", 205, so that's perfect receiver height. So, you know, he's going to be he's gonna get picked up and do his thing for a team. I think he can play in the slot as well with his route running. So, even though I think he's an outside receiver, but, he, you know, he can, you know, have a career, go to, go to the Lions, you know what I mean, ball out, or go to um, – Actually, come home. Come to come to Atlanta. You know, come home and ball out for the Falcons. You know what I mean? That's my other receiver. Okay, I'm not mad at it. I think someone that definitely needs some kind of praise and enter the conversation because I legitimately think he's great at every facet of playing the wide receiver position, but he's just too small. That's Malik Washington. I think Malik Washington, he can do everything on the field. Like, he has great hands, great round running, great after the catch, has amazing spatial awareness and ball tracking abilities. He can do every single thing you need on the field as a receiver. The problem is he's 5'8". That is the problem with Malik Washington. He's a very short receiver. So if He's he a can, very fast receiver. That's a good thing, though. True. So if he can make it work in the NFL – and actually handle the my comp was like a Tyreek Hill but with hands just not bet not faster hands probably better route runner too yeah I was like a better version of Tyreek Hill just not as fast yeah man I'm I'm curious to see that speed for Malik because that's gonna help his stock because he's too small he's too short Anyone, anyone like uh, the anyone like the Debo, the baby Debo, um, Malachi Corley, baby Debo. Oh, yeah, 
He's a running back. I don't know if I would call him a baby Debo, but he really is underrated. He's underrated. He's not, I wouldn't call him baby Debo. definitely Debo, underrated. Because that man literally can run the nearly the entire route tree. And, and that's something Debo does not have. Debo. Yeah, Debo does not have the route tree. Mm. I don't know. That's why I said the wide receiver going to the Niners is not Debo. not a skill set. I don't know, man. I I feel like y'all just be being disingenuous with Debo route tree. Y'all 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 kind of dragging that Chiefs game because I don't think y'all understand. I want. I'm what? supposed to be fair minded to give Debo a chance. Literally watching his rookie season, <laughs> it's not I'm even caught. that though, bro. Because he, if you look at how he dominates, bro, that what McDuffie and uh, Sneed did, bro. Like they, they locked his ass up. But the reason why they lock him up, the reason why they lock him up is because they sit in cover two, and them being six two corners, like to be able to sit in cover two and be a corner that with your your arms hang below your kneecaps, that's literally heaven for you. Like because now I got two DBs over the top, so I really don't have to worry about getting burnt. So guess what I can do? I can sell out on my reroutes and my jams. I got I can literally just. And if that and that's what they did. If you go back and watch the tape, you'll see it. It got to a point where Legarius Sneed was playing with his press. He'll he'll be five to seven yards off the ball, and then he'll just slowly walk down and then just sit in his face like this and, and just let his arms hang. So it's like it's not really like Debo not being able to run routes, more so than he just so happened to come across a matchup to where it's like, bro, you can't, you can't, you can't win it. Like it's I mean. I don't know. Them boys really was boxing shit up. The way yeah, the I way they like, ran that cover two, it was they was just comfortable. It, it's just like Dean. It, it's just like uh 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 Siriana uh 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 Spagnola already just knew, bro. Like it's just I I don't know. It's just like he played it to perfection with the with the personnel. Man, Once the I personnel. noticed early in the fourth. Early in the first quarter, they were letting McDuffie and Snead travel around with Debo. I was like, Debo about to get locked the fuck up today. You ain't getting shit. And then on the players where Debo was breaking open, shit, Chandler. I mean, Chris Jones was. It was just so. Chris Jones was just so unfortunate, bro. Like on plays where Ayuk and, and, and Debo would break open, it's like the D line get pressure. And then on the times where the D line not getting pressure, they just getting locked the fuck up to pieces, yeah. like. So yeah, I, I, everyone I, talks about that one time he got that, like Pur, Purdy did get Debo, but McDuffie was like, "Uh, uh-uh, you thought you got it? Swat that shit away." I do think people need to recognize that. I've been saying this all year. Every star receiver that played the Chiefs got locked up. Literally every single one. Yeah, they couldn't not do anything against the Chiefs. And for the most part, a lot of these quarterbacks had to go to their second or third option every single time when they play the Chiefs. So, like, I yeah, Debo got locked up, but the Chiefs really have the best cornerback duo in the NFL, and they're just like that. It's simple as that. They're just like that. And then it was something – because Mookie be, talking, Mookie be talking stupid, right? So the cover two mm-hmm. when they run, I, I be trying to explain to people, it wasn't like – this is what people realize don't realize about the NFL. Like they, they will have something called a cover two, and what we thinking about is just the base of cover two. They sit and play with it to where it's like, they hey, do. 
instead of this dude, instead of the middle linebacker, because that pick Lamar threw, it was three DBs right there. So in cover two, ladies and gentlemen, the middle of the field is supposed to be wide open. Go back and see when Lamar threw the pick. It was three yeah, DBs the middle of the right field there was in the middle. Wide open. It wasn't wide open. So no. that means he put a middle zone somewhere where a linebacker is supposed to be. He replaced that with a safety because in the NFL they do they do real freaky shit like that to where you will think this dude dropping and then he'll replace the zone, move over like that, X, Y, and Z. So it's like I know for a fact, bro, what he was doing, he pretty much just knew what personnel he had. That was just a perfect thing when the D coordinator is just in sync with his players. Yeah. With, with, with the unit he has, they was just in sync together, and, and, and it was a, a defensive masterpiece. I, I can't really hate on it, bro. Like, them dudes, like like y'all said, every t- listen here, when I saw Tyreek Hill get jammed to the flow, I was like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, yup, this the Chiefs day. It's the cheese day. Once he got jammed, it's the cheese day. Because that was somebody else finna go for 2000 right or wrong. You know, so it's yeah, like, and I, and I know for his release, running he would have gotten 2000 if he open. didn't get hurt. Tyreek, Tyreek, way, way more of a, of a route connoisseur than Debo, and he still got locked to pieces. So I just feel like, bro, it was just. Man, my hat. Hey, can, can, can I get nasty for a little bit? Just my receivers. Say what? I said I want to get nasty a little bit since we talk about receivers. Go ahead. Wait until my team gets a quarterback. Drake London gonna show you why he's top fifteen. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm, I'm tired of holding his take in. Drake London, will for a quarterback is a top fifteen receiver in this league. The thing that I see him do a Ritter, the the uh, the impossible cat balls he pause, where the thing is the pass he caught, he caught those inaccurate pass he caught. Give Drake London a, a QB. He's top fifteen. He's gonna show you why he's a deep threat because people forgot he can, he can move now. Before yeah, that ankle, he's moving around in college. Yeah, he got he hands. Got he's, 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 I'm, not gonna, I'm not calling him. He's gonna, he's gonna be Julio esque, not Julio. He's not gonna be Julio. Julio, Julio, Julio. Julio. Hey man, I'm, I'm with you. Hey, hey, Dev, Look, I've been on the Drake Lennon QB. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. If, he's like, if he gives a QB I'm, a thousand, one thousand two hundred yards. Facts. Yeah, he's I feel like, like if you get the right quarterback, he can get you like a good 11, 1200 yards, honestly. No, maybe we say fifteen hundred. I'm gonna get real nasty. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm here. I'm here for the fifteen hundred too, man. If you give him that all-time great QB, he get in fifteen to seventeen hundred. You know how we feel about AJ Brown, bro? That'll be Drake London. I'm gonna keep it up. He, he better than AJ Brown. Yeah, he be better than AJ yeah. Brown. but as a deep threat. And as a person you legitimately cannot guard one on one, that is Drake London. That, that dude, is- like, and thinking his route running isn't even bad. Like, and plus, he's not, is he the fastest receiver? No, but he knows how to get open and he's really good at the catch. He runs and tackles. He can um, make make the red zone. We just need to use him more. Him and Kyle Pitts, we don't use Kyle Pitts enough. Like, here's the, you know, we got to use Kyle Pitts and red zone. We have multiple red zone threats. Which Raheem Morris is going to use. We got um, Somni Bay Protege as an offensive coordinator. I think we might sign Kirk. I think it's looking we might sign Kirk. There's been a lot of rumors towards him. Or I don't know because I, I think he fits to like, that Somni Bay system because that's the one, that's a system that um, Raheem Morris is bringing in the Rams Somni Bay system. So I don't know what style, style quarterback fits best. But honestly, Sean McVay's system is unique to route runners, honestly. 
for literal route runners. It's unique for like very much great route runners. That's yeah, and it's, like. and, and it's because uh, um, I was going to say it's because of the way that the formations are designed. Like peak McVeigh schematics wise, they were at the top of the league in formational width year after year after year, which that's talking about how wide the formations are when you're stacking your receivers that close together uh it's and it, it makes it to where the better route runners are able to find the open space that's yeah. why cooper cup was so successful when he was healthy was because of that yeah because it's like pick your poison between puka and cooper like both two route technicians which one do you want to i mean brandon cooks when he was there had some success when with that too just because of the way the formations were designed and what the defenses had to scheme so did odell Odell i'm like right now with the rams pick your poison buddy who you want to get killed by yeah or puka who do you want to get killed by uh cooper at this point because cooper isn't healthy so it has to be Oh yeah. The Rams, the Rams are a legit team next year. Like all, all things considered, the, the offense is like that. One of the best offenses, arguably top three offense in the NFC. When it comes to the defense, they need a lot of work there. They got they don't have great DBs. They need um Probably a better linebacking core, too. The D-line I like with Donald, uh, Kobe Turner, Byron Young, when he ed- uh, rushes the quarterback, they need a lot of help on that defense. And once they get that help, man, they're going to yeah, be Yeah, I'm player. like, try and, dra- try and see if you can get yourself some corners, honestly. That's what I I'm glad y'all bought that up, was transitions into the Knicks. The best corners in the draft right now. Talk to me. Cooper DeGene? Ooh, it's it's Quinny, right now, talking to y'all right now. Have the gene, like, how like, many of these receivers? I'm gonna give y'all some names. I'm gonna give y'all some names and let me know if Coop holds them under 80 or they get over 80. Jamar Chase, over. Damn, that's come on, angry. over. Justin Jefferson, I think he clamped these niggas. Jay Jetta, uh, that's also over. Jay Jetta, over. Over. I just said at the end when he clamping them, I clamped y'all niggas. That's oh, what he need to say after. You nasty dog. Just you, like that. Like, all that right, nasty, all right. We go. Man. We go. Go. Drake London. Under. 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 Yeah, there's, yeah, no one, there's no one throwing him the ball. There's no one throwing him the ball. Hey, man. If someone's throwing Drake hey, London the ball, over. Hey, if someone's hey. gonna, if the Falcons could get themselves a quarterback, over. That type of size and catch radius, that's oh, tough. his oh, catch man. radius is care, ridiculous. Okay, Cooper, Coop, it Coop is ridiculous. I'm trying to tell you, Jason Seahorn wouldn't then turn your nose up at when he was playing DB back in fucking 1845. All right, <laughs> back when he was playing, back when he was playing quarter, Cooper DeGene, 210, 215, 6'1. I'm pretty sure he's gonna run a 4'3. If he were in the fourth three, he's getting top fifteen, he's top got, ten. He, yeah, he's got CD news comps. Hey, all I'm uh, saying, CJ. all I'm saying though, just think about this: Iowa couldn't score on a fucking little league team this year. 
and go back and look at a lot of their games. A lot of their games were close. So I have to put some stock in Cooper DeGene, some some type of stock, bro. I, I got to because if you just literally sit back and look at Iowa and look at how hot trash they were on offense, I got to put some stock in the kids that come out – that come into the draft off of that defense. I, I got to. I got to I gotta pay attention to them. I'm I'm not just over here trying to trying to do it just because he a white corner or whatever the case may be. But legitimately, he really might be one of the better DBs. Honestly, if you just really look at all the defense, yeah, I'm like him and McKinstry as a defensive back. Yeah, he could definitely be defensive back one. He's just not cornerback one. Like, okay, Hellfire, that was racist. That was so he's racist. so, so, so Hellfire, is he not going to be a corner then? Coming out of that, yeah, coming, I'm talking about he gonna be no, a he, no, he will be able this to be a corner, problem, but he really has the versatility to be able to play corner, safety, box safety. Oh, he's gonna be like Brian like Brandt, that, like that star role if need be. He Even, has that versatility okay. to be able him to play the slot. I was like, yup, this man got the entire package. If you're shutting so down the slot, that's that, arguably wait, the that's most good. important position to stop the slot at the end of the day in the current NFL. So if he can hold down that slot position, if you can hold down the slot position, you know you're down pad good. Look, yeah. my my thing about Dejean is I like the versatility. I just think people there's not not anyone on here, but I think people being disingenuous how he's gonna have to switch to safety. I think you need to go watch his tape because dude is dude is an athlete. He can deal with he can deal with the press. He can he, he can do pretty much everything. So like to me, you draft him for that versatility because you could play him in multiple positions. Yeah, especially you, you, if one doesn't work out in three different positions, you don't gotta set him to safety. You don't have to set him the box safety. Yeah, and you I'm put all him in, for you it. You put him in multiple different positions. I didn't yeah, mean for facts. that to come off as I didn't mean for that to come off the way you thought. It oh came no, out I don't. Ass, man. Like, he's no, just not versatile. I don't think that that's what you meant. I just see a ton of people screaming that at me. And I'm like, well, not you, not me, but I see that for the draft. Everyone wants to be different by saying he's going to be a safety. And it's like, I get it. He can play safety. But if he can play corner, they're going to put him at corner. They're oh, yeah. If he, if he can play corner, Michael, he, he Michael, probably, he, Michael he, he it literally, outside. if he comes out and runs a four, for me, if a he four, comes three, out four, and runs four. a low 4-4, four, four, it's no excuse to not put him at corner. If he's a low four four, so, no, no, okay. How about this? How about how about this hellfire? If he comes out and runs a low four four and has a good L drill and a good five ten five. It's it's put that man at corner. What is you put him at corner? No, I was gonna say the guy who's forty time you may need to watch out for Nate Wiggins has been rumored to have ran a sub four three. We're talking mm. high four oh, twos. I saw yeah. something about that. I have to go find it see if it's Wait, who? I have to see Nate Wiggins from Clemson has been rumored to run like a four two eight for the combine. Yeah. I hear you. Only thing the only thing I don't be buying in with that speed because uh Deion Sanders and uh uh Daryl Green, they wanted a few unicorns that can that can yeah. have speed and translate it to reading and reacting, if if that makes sense. That's why Chris Johnson is one of my goats. So running backs for him to be able to run a four-two-four and rush. But and he's able to read and react at the same time. Like, yeah, those two things don't mix. It's a it's a lot of four-three running backs in here, and those two things don't mix, man. Being mm-hmm. able to rush for two thousand that takes a different level of vision, find holes, cutbacks, different. Oh, things. Yeah. That's a story for another. Backpack. Back. There's another corner offense. from two. 
Doesn't that corner of the Seahawks run a like, 4 That passing game was not great. He, 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 right, like Chris Johnson, he back. yeah, all of them boys, yeah. Are you so, talking about Tariq Woolen? In order to get yeah. two thousand, you literally have to you have to be elite in all and pretty much all facets of being a running back. Is, like, is, like um, yeah. Like, 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 like people, people who like don't understand how crazy that that is to get 2K literally try to go do it in Madden and then come back to me, dude. Yeah, you got to restart games. Easy. You got to restart games in order to yeah. get 2K and Madden. Oh, you got to yeah. restart if games. If you are playing That's Madden or Madden, you are not getting no 2K. No, no, you're not at all Madden because you'll fumble, you'll fumble like four times that season. So, you, yeah, you'll fumble like five, six times. But you have but back to play what that I was saying about like back what I was saying about Cooper because I ain't through with you, right, Hellfire, because right. I ain't finna let you do my dog like this, bro. Because like mm. I said, it's been what 23 years? What what you call a tired and retired in what oh one? Uh Seahorn started so crazy. Old... Hey y'all, little known fact. I work at the school Jason Seahorn played football at. I played at the same school, but this is where I work. Shasta College is the school, the junior college he went to. We got his jersey up on the wall in the uh in the trainer room, the Giants jersey. But that's been that's been yeah, Jason Seahorn stopped playing in 03, but he stopped starting in 02. Okay, like so after that 2001 years. season, he didn't really start games anymore. 20 years since we've seen a white DB, bro. Like I just feel like for Give me one. The culture, damn near, of white. You gotta let him go out there and play it, and, and just see how did Choya Pike do? If he plays corner phenomenally, how much of the black community will start being racist as hell on Twitter? <laughs> I mean, they can't. They can't I'm really be. People. They can't really be racist because ain't like a group of white corners over here just like, oh yeah, we just here to take. No, like, like, and, 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 I think it was people who laughed at that got like, some burn. They had a white corner Riley Moss and Troy Aska. Uh, like no, like this is the first one since Seahorn to actually get some legitimate buzz. But what what Troy do? Dude, what yeah, Troy Aska do? I think he end, I think he ended up converting the safety because he ran four three one four four yeah insane that's four three one is crazy but that, like I I see what Hellfire is saying because like if you look at the Detroit Lions the best DB on their team is Brian Branch and he plays that uh that he plays in the box and he plays the slot corner and star. obviously he plays the star position yeah. yeah so like if if the, like Cooper can be used in multiple different positions. Yeah. Even though he's probably going to get drafted at corner, it's just he got the versatility to be able to plug him anywhere and have him be effective. But what yeah, I'm saying right. is, but what I'm saying is, you wouldn't fucking use Kool Aid in safety and all of that. What they finna do? They finna put Kool Aid on the island and let him go strap some up. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. That that's what I'm trying he's to. He's a say. great quarter, but I always be laughing with his name being Kool Aid. I ain't gonna hold you. Now his real his real name. That shit is fire, bro. His, his real name Jaquiz. It's fire, but also funny as hell. Uh oh, Jaquiz. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, Jaquiz. That's his. That's his real name. Uh, but I just feel like this, bro. With what that defense did, I I mean, shit, dog. Like, did y'all not see Iowa defense this year? Like they, no one can score on them. Dude, it was, it was tall, tall, the last couple years. And no, uh, Parker really over there, a defensive coordinator, is one of the best coordinators in the country. Like, so, and it's been that way for a few years. Think, Bama, though, do you think that they're going to knock 
him a little bit because of that scheme and because of the coordinator in Iowa and all the other pieces that Iowa. Yeah, I just think they finna knock him because he white, bro. I feel one like one thing I be hearing about the league, bro, is like when it comes to white corners. Oh, that's like it's not even it don't even get entertained. It's like the first day of camp. It's like, hey, I play corner. It's like, oh, I'll get your ass at safety. It's like it's not even a it's not even it's not, a oh let me slide guard up. It's like it's it's and I get it. Don't get me wrong. I, I want to say this because I get what the NFL is saying now because where football has developed to after Ocho Cinco, Santana Moss, Andre Johnson preaching to the youth, man, boy, some real route demons. I don't know if y'all see these dudes work out on these ladders nowadays, man. Me and Trent had an interview with a uh, 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 Footwork King, dog. These dudes. These dudes like run some crazy. Oh, routes. I saw that, dude. So that I'm, interview was crazy, Bama. That was a great sense, interview, by the way. Yeah. So in a sense, it's like I seen Jalen Ramsey. I seen uh Tredavious White. I seen the best DB Jael Alexander. I seen Patrick Sertain get made. Look, I seen them receivers make them look stupid. You feel me? Jai Alexander got beat up by Jefferson. Je- he ain't got oh. his leak back, but, but what I'm saying, we ain't seen black DBs get taken advantage of. So I see where NFL coaches and GMs would be like, hey, bro, we're not even going to entertain this because these dudes is black and they still can't guard these dudes. So why even entertain it? But I'm just coming solely from the standpoint of if you watch Cooper DeGene, bro, and if you watch his body of work over there at Iowa, bro, I feel like he is one of them because I'm not uh, Troy. He caught my eye at the combine with He's the four, year, but I actually took a chance to watch Cooper DeGene, bro. Like blood be locking up. I can't. I can't lie. He really, bro, he really be locking up. He be he be locking up, bro. So I just like you. At least got to give him. You got to give him that that pass, Skelly, or one v one. You got to let him see it. Like you can't. You can't just first day and oh go play safety. I feel like from what I seen from him. You can't do him like that if that makes sense. You got to at least no. see, him, see if he can lock some up. No, yeah. but I do agree with Hellfire. The reason why he will be up in the draft, and I think he'll go higher, a little higher than what people think, is because of the versatility. If you want to make the argument that you would draft him higher or something because of the versatility, I'm with you. But if you're going to make the argument that he can't play corner, Come on, man. And I don't think anyone said that. but Because it's size. He got that. more size than Troy. He got more size than Troy. Yeah, so he's like, dude, he's, he's, he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, over yeah. 205, 205 some, at least. They think he's like just some skinny white guy. Like, no, man, he's not, only does he, not only might he run a 4-4, four, four, but homie can homie can step up in that press. Like, he he, he is not one of those. Like, he, I would say he's better in zone, but, like, he can still press and and play man. He's not he's not gonna be locked down guy. I don't think coming out the draft, but like obviously there's not a lot of corners who are. Hey, so. but he could be because like one thing. I don't know. Hellfire, hellfire. He he what they get? What they get? White athletes. Everybody on here. White athletes is fundamentally sound, right? So one thing about DB yeah. and the NFL, and the reason why they daughter. get beat. Chad, one reason why a lot of it go back and watch a lot of the times where them true. NFL DBs get beat. Them dudes be doing improper technique, and sometimes they just do whatever the fuck they want to do out there. One thing right. that's why I was that's why I'm saying you gotta fuck with Cooper DeGene because we know from a white corner they're never gonna do stuff. But no, and they, also they, Cooper, they and never also gonna Cooper. do what they want to do. They always stay true to the fundamentals. So it's like you know you just not gonna beat him on no easy shit, bro. Like he go be able to press, he go play, be able to play off, he go be able to play zone, he go be able to play, be able to do all of that. Now I get it. If he just flat out getting beat, he just go flat out get beat. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bama, did you read my message? In private chat? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, bro. To be fair to what Bama is saying, to be fair to what Bama is saying, like, I, I just had a fact check real quick. Cooper DeGene, by far, plays on the corner way more than the slot. Like, by far. Uh-huh. When it comes down to it, like, he has over 600 snaps at the corner position, whereas, like, he has 20 at the slot and 20 in the box. So, like, mm. they trusted him to play corner all the time. Yeah, So, they I did, do yeah. think, even though he's versatile, I agree with Bama. You got to let him play corner first. You got to let us see him. Yeah, before you let him go slot, box, like. I got to I gotta put it this way, chat. I got to see some videos of how we saw Trayvon Diggs looking when he was playing man-to-man this summer. When he was experimenting, playing man to man, working on his craft, I gotta see some of them footages to just to be like, "Hey, man, cool, cool." He just can't even do it, bro. Like, and 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 I'm not even. Nah, man, I'm honestly, not even Trayvon got better. Though. I ain't gonna. I'm I'm not, not, no, 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 no. I ain't. I ain't. No, no disrespect to uh D, Tray, Trayvon because that's that's a dog to me. Top five. Quarter, but that was. But but he, he does. Five. But man is the thing he needs to work on. That that yeah, that's, ain't not wrong with that. That's thing. what the summer for. Hey, that's right. what the summer for. But if you look at how exactly. he play off man. If you look at how he play off man, it's it's different. That's that's yeah. why I always that's why like hey, that's why to me when people when people knock digs, I, I think the first year where he had a ridiculous amount of yards given up was 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 fine. But like I think when Trayvon makes a mistake, it looks really bad because a lot of the time those mistakes come from him guessing. Like if you go back in the first divisional game when Debo had that 50 yarder on him, people wanted to tell me that Trayvon was getting his ass cooked, which he just wasn't. He just he just guessed wrong on a route. And you can't do that. You can't look that bad, but that happens. Um and hey, I'm also a guy. If 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 you if you're a corner and you're not good at corner and you need to go to safety, I'm huge on on doing that. Go do it, because because being a safety is not easy and it's very very valuable. But also, I've seen the other turn where you will straight up ruin guys' careers early by putting them in the free safety role when they're not natural free safeties. AKA Bam, I know you'll know this, Byron Jones. Byron Jones was asked to play free safety for the first two years of his career, and he looked like a bum. This is a guy that the Cowboys drafted in the first round. That they put him at Dude, safety. It was so stupid. It, the, it, I was young. This coming from an Eagles so fan. I didn't know. The only reason he did it. The only reason they did it because he jumped at thirteen seven, and they felt like he could cover. He could cover a wide range of zone just based off his yeah. leaping ability, which was stupid. Like that, it it doesn't. It don't he work just like wasn't that. A just because you can player. jump far, don't mean you can play single high. And and they put him in a lot of single high situations, which also wasn't good for him to not being stupid. A, like he played it a little bit at UConn, but it's but like it wasn't enough to that wasn't dude, dude Bama too. Like if you played him, dude, the way that they were supposed to play him at safety was to be one of those guys who's just a just be on the tight end or whoever or that slot guy. They used him as a freaking Earl Thomas. And he barely had played safety. That was the worst. That was honestly the worst blunder I've ever seen the Cowboys do was put that guy at free safety because he was so garbage at safety and so freaking good at corner, so good at man press. And you well, and remember, it took him Cowboys three years to figure it out. Cowboys three the Cowboys. years. I mean, you hear what my any other DBs y'all got that's gonna shake the room, man. Give me, give me, give me some, give me some real legit. No, no debate. First round is who y'all think that's going to be cornerback. I think it's only like two or three. Like I don't, I'm not like that impressed with this year's 
DB class. I think next year might be a little bit better. Yeah, if gets a four, right. a low four, four, he's automatic first round. Like the jeans already an automatic first rounder. The other ones to me are like I said, my my, my personal CB one with Quinion Mitchell, and then uh, probably Terry on Arnold's probably gonna be first rounder. Nate yeah, Wiggins if he tests if, if if what I'm hearing is true and he tests the lady he does, he's gonna get first round just because of the speed alone. You don't think like, Kool-Aid's the first yeah, it's time? Gonna it's going to be a Tariq Woolen. No, because no, because Tariq didn't really get his stock boosted off of his. Because his competition tax. You think Kool-Aid will make, will go first round? He should. He, he should. Yeah, the the size, if he tests poorly at the combine and stuff like that, he might drop. Dude, Man, it's he's, like drafting He's already a, dropping now, but... Yeah. yeah, to me, it's kind of like drafting like a, not not the same exactly, but drafting like a Josh Allen type of quarterback, someone who's just so freakishly athletic, but may not have has like the most immaculate tape. But someone, if he figures it out, Jesus, people, you know what? People, you know what? The people have some yeah, Jarvis, Mike Sainer still he's 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 a day two sleeper. So Kool Aid's in the position where his name's just been known for so long that like he's just been kind of left to the yeah, wind so he's just because right. he's just like oh yeah like he's he's a yeah. he's a good player and then like no one else everyone talks about everyone else but him because they just assume oh yeah he's gonna be a solid player that's why he's dropping because he doesn't yeah, he's have been so hard for so long. He's been around for so long yeah facts yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah, I, li- I like him i like i really do like him i just like his size and his speed honestly it's not like, I thought, the same thing happened with brian but... branch i thought he should have been a higher draft pick but he, oh, he definitely should have been like his name was just around free. for so long mm-hmm. yeah 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 wait yeah, what yeah. what's that the 40 that you're hearing hellfire for for nate wiggins Four two eight forty. are you serious is that a, is it crazy a 40. that's a crazy dog uh, dog, oh, I have to draft him. What are you serious? actually fucking serious? That's a crazy force. Yeah, if he's running on 4280, if he gets picked automatically, yeah, he might be number one. If he, gets, if they, they got he, can, if he can hit at even not even 428, if he can hit 4 3 on the dot in the combine, he's he's number if one. If he can get low, if he can get to the four, two, four threes, very low 4 3. He's getting in the first round, it like, like a four three three or four three four. People are gonna like be, try to talk themselves into it. Yeah, I saw yeah. two different. I saw a guy who reported it, and then there's a guy that I follow that got a hold of the video. I don't know if he's distributing that video to the public, but he got a hold of it and. He said it timed out to be like a four two six to four two eight. That's crazy. That is so that's stupid. Insane. Oh my god. That is I, I do so think there's gonna be a decent amount of corners drafted in the first round. One thing that there, we, there are yeah, there there is gonna be some names that we are they're gonna shift up and down, but yeah. Dude, I, I mean the, the NFL is definitely man. moving towards making sure that they get the best corner receiver talent as possible. So these guys moving forward, which we, we've seen in the last like couple of years. These corners and receivers are just going to be drafted really early. And also another reason why yeah. I can't buy the Nate, the Nate Wiggins being like Tariq when it comes to just because of the speed. It's like 
just said, the speed and the ability to read have to mesh, and Wiggins is closer to that than what Tariq is. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah I, at least I, to I, me, anyway. To what, to what Riddell said, too, about corners and receivers going early, like, it just goes to that thing about, like, the draft nerd about how you need an edge rusher or a cornerback. Like these guys, like the cornerbacks and the edge rushers, they're gonna they're gonna go off like pretty early because of the way that the NFL slanted now. So I think that's a good take, saying that some of these corners will push up, and same with the receivers too, because like I don't know, it's it's yeah I I think I think having an edge rusher in a corner is super important, but I, I don't think I, I don't think it's necessarily as important as as like. A ma- major draft nerd trying to make it out to be like as we saw the best defense in the league was led by two linebackers uh, last year, but oh, I do yeah. think it's important to have those positions. It's still super important though. I'm not I'm not discrediting that. In order to be a good defense without that, you have to the other holes way better. So it's like, I'll be honest, but my Eagles can get themselves some corners and linebackers. Man, I mean, if you don't, the, then Sirianni and you know, and you know what? the Eagles can wait out at linebacker until day two minimum because there's not a single linebacker that's getting first round hype. Yeah, yeah I didn't see not a lot even of Junior Colts. Well, the guy, well, the only guy that was close, it's closest to it is Peyton Wilson, and he has injury concerns that are putting him to potential like mid day two. Hellfire, that's uh, the crazy thing. How is his line like like I get this cornerback class getting a whole lot of hype compared to his linebacker class, man. And from from what I've seen and what my sources are telling me, this linebacker class ain't ain't all that bad. This linebacker class is actually it, pretty good. The, the, well, the top level talent is not grading to be day one. Yeah. The, Right. The, the top that's, level talent yeah, okay. linebacker is yeah. grading out to be starting off a No, that's a great linebacker class, just not first round. Are no, you talk, that, Michael, are you no, talking yeah, about Andrew linebacker, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. and Peyton Wilson, one, two, and no, three, all of them got second saying, round grades on. If I'm being honest, we need no, like I was a, saying linebacker class is, is not, not compared to edge rush. I think the edge rushers class is actually really good too. Mm-hmm. I, I think the edge rushers class is probably better, to be honest, because of the top heaviness. Because you actually mm-hmm. have like a top five talent, I think, I'm as a linebacker right class right. might be the third worst in terms of position. Like running back, so back and then tight the end, and then linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah fair. I just think it's a little better than – I just think good. it's better than what people think. I, 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 That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying it's one of the best. I just think it's like – it's like the way that they talk about the running back class, I don't see that for the linebacking class. I still see more talent. But because you know how the whole thing with the running back class is like the weakest class we've seen in a while. Like I don't think it's like yeah, that and, and two and two of the top three in the running back class all have major health concerns, especially Trey Benson. Is mm. Little have health concerns? I don't think I've seen that. Who? Ray Little. Is he even mm. considered top three? Probably not. Right? No, no. Jonathan yeah, yeah, Brooks, yeah. Trey Benson, and uh, Blake Corum are people or who people have as their top three. The top two are, well, Brooks is coming off an ACL, and then Trey Benson has an ACL. I think it was an MCL, uh, left lateral meniscus tear, and like a, I think there was an ankle injury all within the span of his time at Florida State. Yeah, that makes sense, dude. Because people With like the top- I don't know. With the tight ends, like this year, I only really like like two or three, and that's that's yeah. And and Brock Bowers, yeah. and I've already kind of got heat for this. Uh, Brock Bowers to me is an H back. 
What? That, that, I heard. What? I've been hearing you say that. It's a little. It's, it's nasty, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's, dra- it, I'm not it's, gonna it's Aaron Hernandez type H back. It's Aaron That's understandable. No, 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 no. He is the guy that you that it, he is the Aaron Hernandez type of H back, okay. which that's means fine. he would. Which means even though he can't be dependent on to be that inline tight end, he has the speed to be. He has the athleticism to be, to be able to run routes out of the backfield, run routes out of the slot. I mean, if you wanted him to run routes out of the inline, he could do that too. It's just that his isn't as developed as what Aaron's was when he came out of Florida. But he has the skill set to be able to do that. Bro, that dude was freaking different. I I think the Chargers Chargers should get Bowers. I think think that would be the best fit for him. Yeah, I think the Chargers are going to go for Bowers. They're just so early, bro. They can move down. Lonnie, you're wanting them to go fullback at five because the hardball scheme doesn't support H-back. No, I'm saying they can move move down a few spots to get them. To me, to me, I, I don't think I don't think they take Bowers that early. I think that I think they'll roll with with some sort of offensive lineman. Honestly, if I if I was honest about it, well, that's what I'm saying. Because move I back, think maybe what, grab like a second or maybe grab like a third round pick if they, by moving back. And yeah, then, Lonnie, if they if they if they drop back, then I would for sure go with Brock because he's he's actually he's actually good enough. Like he's a good enough tight. Like he's really good. Can we? My can thing we is just imagine for a second. Spot, just imagine. Huh? Herbert with Bowers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams is going to be coming back. Man, they no, they need to cut Keenan and Mike. Cut Keenan. No, cut Keenan. Cut Keenan. Keenan. So you mean to tell me Brock Bowers is good enough to cut both of your outside threats? Well, they need to. Well, they need to either restructure or cut. They're over forty million in the hole. Okay, get rid of Mike. Keenan. You ain't getting rid of Keenan. Get rid of Bosa. Okay, Bosa I actually Bosa. like that you said Mike get Williams. Get cut. Before, I'm, so- I'm sorry. Williams, Mike the only problem with Mike Williams is he has injury issues right now. So and, obviously, and he doesn't like to run routes. Yeah, when Mike Williams don't got injury <laughs> issues, don't, he's also, up there. Bro, it's like, no, dog, even if he Mike can't Williams. run routes, he's literally probably top five jump ball receivers in the NFL. Okay, Riddell, but this is the issue, though, is that Mike Williams has been that – he's been literally the exact same guy since he walked on the field in the Chargers. He's still a He's improved. And they but still like, can't score. I remember you add Bauer, you add Bowers into that, then that means he's like the third option receiving-wise, and that's fine for having a top five jump ball merchant as your number three receiving option. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I mean that's fine if that, but 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 to me this is just a Mike Williams thing. Like I don't know, I've heard I heard so much coming out of Clemson that he was going to be the next D Hop, and dog, it's been what six years now, and he's literally almost the same player he was when he stepped on the field there. It's got it's time for him to leave. He's got to go somewhere else. It's just not working there. And I, even before the injuries really started. He had that one year where he actually was going ridiculous. And then it was just like, for me, it just, the the hype was more than the player after that season. And it's been like that continuously well, that's since because of He's got to go somewhere else. Not Mike Will. I mean, Mike Will is just going to be that that wide receiver that because of injuries, he'll never live up to his potential. And I mean, I'm not fi- I'm fine with Hellfire saying that you should get rid of him. But one thing that we do know is that, and you also got to be careful how much dead cap you want to eat by cutting them too. So you got to be careful which ones you want to cut so you're oh, not you eating, eating as much of the dead cap. 
Nah, they're well, gonna really no cut again. I feel like they could be already restructured his contract. Keenan's a slot demon, bro. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's but Keenan, it's just, dude, he has, it's too much money, and he's low key too good still at this point just to let him go. Because, like, dude, if you if you cut Keenan and you All bring right. Brock Bowers in, now Brock Bowers has to be the one at, coming out as a rookie. Ah, nah. Like, even he I don't even have if to be like uh, Kyle Pitts. Or Sam Laporte. Dude, yeah. I mean, I mean, dude. Sam Laporte is the one. I'm not wrong. He's better. not the one. Sam Laporte got J-Mo. He got... Uh, oh, yeah. He had J-Will. Reynolds was actually playing during the regular season. I think the Chargers said that they're trying to trade Mac, But I feel like they should try to trade Bosa instead because he's more injury prone. Bosa may also have more value than that. Yeah, about Khalil Mack had a sneaky. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get rid of Bosa number one. You guys got to realize those like who you got to. They want some type of value. It's not about just trading people who injury prone. It's about what type of value we're gonna get for these guys to make these. Yeah, because I feel you guys like we need over here. Like I feel Joey still. You gotta think about what what weapon you possibly go get. Getting rid of uh Bosa, Nick just give me a second that's Nick or Joey, Joey, yeah, Joey. So, 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 honestly, what weapon you think you can get for him? No, you can't get if you're actually asking, talking about a player that's solidified, you're not really gonna get much. I'm not uh, maybe a no, little, I don't know, the, 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 the contract, the cap hit is crazy. Yeah, that's what that's what a team that's what a team gonna do. A team probably go pitch some shit like this. All right, bro, we'll eat the cap and we'll give you like a fourth or fifth rounder. Like, I mean, it's only so much you can get up out of them, bro. Like, especially yeah. if, if a team, because pretty much the team that's going to come along is going to have to, it's either they going to eat it or they, or, or the Chargers going to have to have it on their roster for another year. Not, not him, but the, the cap hit. The money. They, yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to have it on the roster for another year. Or at year, least a decent be, portion of it. Yeah. Which I know they don't want if they're trying to make moves for Herbert. They just gave Herbert, what is it, 175 million? 275 yeah. million. Yeah. They just gave him 200. But 220 of this guaranteed, though. But still. Oh, That leads me to our next question because Dak Prescott, apparently, he's demanding 60 mil. Which. Yep. Fuck off, buddy. <laughs> I go, I go let that bum test the market. I was saying, you still, they still got to pay Micah. They still got to pay CD. This is what I'll do, right? Dak is not. I let him go hey. test the market and then tell what you call come over there for forty million. Uh, what's what's my boy that uh that play in San Francisco? Brock Purdy. Same situation. Oh God, damn it! It won't be damn no damn different. Damn I tell damn Brock Purdy to come over there for forty. But really though, not oh no no nasty shit. I just tell Dak go and then I just go go fuck off with uh. Honestly, I'm not even going to. is a that. first round draft pick. I don't know why people just. Threw him to the wayside. He only had two because games. He had what like two games? bad games, Bama. He, two, just because he had two bad games. Two bad games. And one of the games was like in a fucking tsunami on Soldier Field. Like Bro, that was the most. Yeah, when, when, Remember when yeah, they were surfing? They were surfing after the game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, he lost his job to Sam Darnold. Like, let's not let's not give Trey Lance. You dragging it, my you dragging it, my guy. Like you lose your position to Sam Darnold. Like that's that's hey, hey, in practice, bro. Yeah, but I don't think they developed him correctly. Hey, look, exactly. Look, that's look, also part look, him. Like you, you want so much grace. I think I still think Trey, Trey Lance's Lance situation is not all his fault because we have to remember, like COVID, he was like he's a he's a COVID quarterback. He got hit as because he had that one good year 
COVID hit, and what he played one game and then got drafted. So he has a game. What? No, I was saying to add to that, dude. Bro, bro, literally was in a system that did not fit him at all. Mike Shanahan does not. He need you. You literally like he his his. I don't know what it is. Mike Shanahan is too complicated. Not, it was That's what it was. It was too complicated. It was too complicated. So so. But so but but Riddell, but, but but if he goes to if he actually plays in Dallas, number one, there's like literally zero expectation on that man. Like Jerry's pretty much been. All right, son. If you get your chance, zero go expectations no in Dallas. Yeah, I don't agree with that. There's, there's no, no pressure. There's no pressure, dog. There's no. That pressure is like the year. ultimate. If, if the moment plays, the star is on your helmet, your your blood. You have expectations. Your heart like one hundred okay. miles per yeah, hour. The quarterback like, for the Dallas Cowboys. You have expectations. I said this. If Jerry Jones shuts the hell up. Trey Lance might actually get some. That's not going to happen, though. No, there's going to be expectations. Obviously, I'm not disputing that. But but there's but Riddell, wait wait wait, listen listen listen. There's not going to be as crazy expectations as you think for that man. In his first year, if he goes Jerry in, Jones is gonna well, put them on. You and the next this. year, dog, no, he's not. Not in his first year. If they go out and start him, they, he's not gonna put all this. He did this on with Dak for a year, literally. Dog, Dak was different. Dog, Dak was different. If we want to go into it, we could go into it, bro. But, but that is that was a fourth round position. pick. This is a first round he was pick. A like fourth round, he was a fourth round pick. Who took the job of Jerry's fucking glorified son at that point? And exactly. Jerry was low key well, he took his job about it. He was and then Dak just proved that he was better. Dak, but but Dak proved that he was better. Not but, okay, even the, the, the circumstances later, are very different. But, Tony Romo got injured. Dak proved that he was a better quarterback. In this situation, there's no injury. Trey Lance has to be the guy from jump because you're moving on from Dak. So that makes it even harder on Trey Lance. That would be worse situation for Trey Lance. I don't think that. so. I don't think I, I don't think all the pressure will be on him if he gets starts one season. If he if he does well, then I agree. But if he just goes out there and is ass, nobody's gonna be like Trey Lance, you're a bust. Everybody already was screaming at him that he's been a bust. Like there's no expectation. But the thing paying Dak sixty mil, hell no. And will he get sixty? Probably not. This is what Dak's agent. He'll get like he'll get like fifty five. He'll get like fit, but like yeah. the whole thing, That's like the, the Dak's agent did this last time. He they, they he got forty when he didn't even deserve like thirty five or thirty to be on. Like he was probably in the thirty range and they got him forty. Um and you know also I mean, can can you really and look, I don't think he's worth sixty, but I'm not blaming that man for asking. Um you know, every pretty much in, in his entire career as a cowboy, he's 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 outlived the expectations. Played better than pretty much anyone's expecting to, except for that year before last year. If I'm being so, honest, Jerry Jones, he's gonna, have dude, any quarterback in his position would be asking for sixty. Like that's well, kind of the issue. Quick question. Jack, oh, so I think Hellfire yeah. or something. Oh, where was Hellfire? Mine, I... mine was gonna be the transition. No, I was saying because uh, here's the question. So, say like they do pay him sixty mil, they still have to pay Micah, Micah. CD, uh, but their left tackle Smith. Trayvon, if he comes, if he actually go, this is stupid. not gonna come. Smith and they, I think they this probably have like to pay Van Der Esch long term. So who who probably gets cut? No, Van Der Esch is gone. Yeah, Van Der Esch, Van Der Esch, 
Yeah, Van Dyke will be gone, Lonnie. Van, this Van will be Deron Bland's third anyway. year too, so like they're gonna have to also, think about guys, okay, Deron Bland. We're gonna have to pay him soon. I agree. I agree, Riddell. But I think the Cowboys are their type of team because Jerry loves his guys, and especially a six-round pick who had led the league in in, in in interceptions. I think that he'll probably be a Cowboy for his, most of his career, to be honest with you. Which I don't know if I'm necessarily too happy about, but it is what it is to me. Um, He's not that bad. I think it will continue to get better. But, yeah, that's kind of the thing, Riddell, because I know you like to move off guys early and stuff. And when you look at the Cowboys, it, you're just going to be you're going to be pulling at things that never happen because the Cowboys don't work like that. They literally Jerry sticks with his guys till the dude ends up in a grave. You saw it with Anthony Brown, like which is so, stupidity sometimes. Yep. Dude, it's stupid. Don't don't get me wrong. It's stupid, but I'm not going to sit here and scream and moan about it. Because I've literally seen it for 10 years and it's never changed. And Bama's seen it for more than that when he was a Cowboys fan and it never changed. So sit on here and keep complaining about how Jerry's an idiot. It's not going to do anything. How do you so, feel about like, Michael Parsons saying that there are people in the Cowboys uh, locker room that got tired in the playoffs? Oh, yeah. I, full, I, I And look, this is this is when I say that I agree with the man, I am not caping for that man. He deserves more criticism than a lot of people do for that game. You are the leader on that defense, and you played you played bad. Like, I saw the film, and when they put you in the linebacker role, you didn't look prepared. But with all that said, no, he's completely right. And this is the thing that I was have been saying about the Cowboys for the longest time. It's not about the stars. The stars are who they are, all right? They're not as good as the Cowboys is fans say, right? and they're not as bad as the Cowboys haters say. But it comes down to the pieces that aren't stars. That is what needs to improve. You got you just don't have enough dogs. Number one, you 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 converted uh, Marquez Bell to safety or to, to middle linebacker when he was a safety. You didn't have any depth in your de- in, in in your linebacking court, and you and you were relying on Van Der Esch to be your number oh one. When number one, besides rookie year, mid mid besides rookie year and the injury issues that's the biggest reason why he won't be on dallas probably after i next thought they season. were crazy for having Mike i don't even know van der will come back bro he's i don't i don't know dude i hope he doesn't honestly dude because the trent williams injury with trent williams did that dirty stuff that was bad oh and the dude yeah just been with neck problems oof. for five years like it's hey, i i got a nasty and that's the reason why he's what's, not, why he's what's the topic oh uh, no, we we're just talking about what Mark, Michael Parsons said about the Cowboys, but I, I got a nasty thing that I'm going to put out here, right? Depending on where they're drafted to, their rookie year, I'm, I'm still thinking about it, but from, I'm, based on what I've seen, depending on where they're drafted to in their rookie year, I think Michael Penix can play better than Jaden Daniels. All right, so you might as well go ahead and transition it to it. Best quarterbacks, 26 and <laughs> Well, add the people who want to be in this bro. topic. Nah, Riddell, go ahead and keep it going with your with your nasty take. I was about to say Riddell. I, I'm Rock just it. saying, depending on where they're drafted to, I can see Michael Penix outplaying Jaden Daniels in their first year. Um, their long jet, long the 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 whole wristband of their year, it might go to Jaden Daniels, but that rookie year, it could go to Penix, depending on where he's drafted to. But I mean, the answer is CJ Stroud. If we answer the question, twenty six and under. Interesting, Stroud. Why are you going, CJ? Yeah, Stroud? I think. Yeah, I think before anyone starts uh, be- going off on any tangents, I have CJ number one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let, let go real quick though. Why? Why you pick CJ Stroud for now? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like I said, I'm impressed by CJ Stroud. Obviously, he has all the, the abilities. He, he can throw it where all over the field. He has a great composure when in the pocket. He likes to stay in the pocket, which I which I very much enjoy. And what moves me the most is when it's when the time is now, when you got to lock in and do what you got to do. CJ Stroud is ice cold. He doesn't waver and he makes the plays that matter. So. I, I think CJ Stroud, as of right now, from everybody that I'm aware of that's 26 and under, CJ Stroud. Yeah, I got Stroud one, Herbert two. I got Stroud one, Herbert two. I got at number three. I think I oh, everybody get a best Earth. quarterback. Don't don't rank them. And please dare to be different. No, I'm not going to dare to be different. I'm sorry, I can't. I have to go CJ Stroud. Um, okay, just it's 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 just everything. It's the film, it's the poise, and and I think over anything, it's the ability to put everything together at as a dang rookie. Like like and and there's multiple plays like and people say this. There's multiple. If you look at the film, those there's literally t- probably 10, 15 plays where he is looking like a straight up vet. And like I saw one one where he broke it down, where he's thrown it to Dalton Dalton Schultz on like a mid, very mid like ten to fifteen yard post when the read is not that whatsoever, and he slotted it in there and nobody was expecting it. Like he did that so many times. Like honestly, like I love Herbert, but I still think Stroud is better right now because of the decisions that he makes under pressure and the poise that he shows. Um, I understand Herbert has better arm talent. But to me, it doesn't matter. And it's your ability to uh, put it together and actually win in the playoffs if you have talent. Like, I understand that Herbert has put it together when he's had talent, but not the way C.J. Stroud did. Absolutely dismantling the Browns and, and playing a pretty good game in a loss against the Ravens. Um, for a loss and, and for how bad he got battered, he, he played pretty well. So I got to give it to that man. Who next? Grant, you ain't talk. Go ahead. Go, Grant. So if we're doing under 27, it's hard for me because under 26. I think under 26, excuse me. 26 and under. 26 and under. I'm getting 26 and under. Okay. 27, we're all saying Lamar. Yeah. So it's obviously for me, it's got to be CJ first. Second, I'd probably yeah, say her. Give me your her, quarterback, 26 or under. Okay. So. The second one from I oh this is let me think of go back go back to someone else and then come back to me. I gotta think about it. Hillfire, give me your best QB. Okay, so for me, number one, CJ Stroud. Uh number two, I'm gonna have to go with uh Lamar, just based off of what I think he could do. Lamar, Lamar, 27. Lamar 27 now. Lamar 27. Lamar, oh, is yes. Burrow. Lamar mm-hmm. and Burrow, both 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then it's Stroud. Uh, so you go with CJ Stroud too? Q. Q, who you got for me? Best to be up under 26. Uh, 26, rock- 26, 26 and under. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm rocking with I'm rocking with Jay Herbo. I think so. Right. Yeah. Why yeah, why rock- you rocking with Jay Herbo? Hey, he didn't. Uh, I think he's more talented than all. To me, more talented than all the dudes that's in his uh in his age frame. 
Uh, I like what he did his. I like what he did his rookie year. Uh, to me, if you go back and watch the tape on his rookie year, 2020, when he got put in from Tyrod Taylor, he really didn't care. He was slinging it all over the field. He came mm-hmm. back 2021, a little bit more refined. That's, uh, that's who? Right. No, I said that's Wait. a fact. No, no, keep oh, going. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm rocking with yeah. you. Oh, okay, yeah. 2021, he you came got... back a little bit more refined. He threw for 5K, which, I mean, nobody really talk about because right. everybody, uh, Brady threw for 5K, I think, in 2021. <laughs> I think Mahomes threw for 5K, too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Yeah. But it was a couple dudes that threw for 5K in 2021. Uh, and then 2021, he kind of had a bad stretch. Well, he actually he played good. This, the defense was kind of selling a couple games, a couple of key injuries, and they ended up missing the playoffs. 2021, 2022, you know, it was a it was a decent year, but you know that kind of get washed over with that Jacksonville loss. How bad that was. So I'm not like, really scratching them off the playoffs, dog. I'm just going solely based off of their talent. Oh, you just going straight off potential. He's well, I mean. Feet. 225 yeah. pounds, runs a 4'6", 4'6", yeah. can throw the ball a mile and a half, any angle, on the run, yeah. standing in the he, pocket. He got the most arm talent out of all of them. Out of all the quarterbacks, he got all the arm talent. So, all again, talent. Yeah. I get what everybody's saying about CJ, and it was a great poise season with, with, with everything taken into consideration. But no expectations. That defense is yep. way better than the Chargers defense. The I weapons think, that he had arguably was 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 there. To, they were there the whole season, so you don't lose no synergy or no continuity with them boys. Also, too, that team had no expectations. They they got the coach that they need. It was a lot of it was a lot of in and out with Justin Herbert. New OC, yep. new coach, new defense coordinator. New it's so much new versus CJ Stroud. He comes in. He is the new thing along with the new situation, along with the new coaches, along with the new front office. So everything is just – everything is year one. So it's like, hey, it's no expectations. Just let me see what everybody finna do. Versus Herbert is still performing through the chaos. He's yeah. still throwing 5,000 what, what quarterback? What quarterback you know got to score 30, play perfect, can't make no mistakes, and he got to go get the game-winning drive because his defense give up 30? Yeah, well, that's why the winning and still and still play good. Like he has to do that every like game in and game out. He's in shootouts. He has to go drop thirty, play perfect. Right, he's he's play an elite perfect. If he messes, if he messes, well, a lot of them can get away with interception. The Mahomes can get away with throwing an interception in the Super Bowl because he has a, a elite defense, a good elite coaching staff to back him no, up. No, Herbert is no. Herbert is not last like this was Mahomes the entire time. Dog, I just he, did. no, but I'm, I'm just saying Mahomes is allowed to make a mistake here or there. But I don't know why people act like the Chiefs defense. I mean, yeah, they wasn't as good as how they was this year. But the one thing about the Chiefs defense, they always stepped up and made plays in the playoffs. Yeah, they always they they always played that one key stop that you need in a critical moment. They always did that. Their defense might not have been ranked as high throughout the regular season, but come the postseason, the Chiefs always stepped up when it counted. Bama, the thing about they did their thing, but so did the Chargers defense in the playoffs. If we're talking about the playoffs, right? So, I mean, Justin Herbert deserves praise, obviously, but C.J. Stroud also deserves praise because the weapon stuff is not true because when it comes down to it, they had to oh, go from yeah. Pierce to Devin Singletary. Their Tank Dell got in and out of the lineup. Nico Collins was in and out of the lineup. Noah Brown was starting at some point out of the lineup. Robert Woods. So the only consistent weapon all year was uh, Dalton Schultz, and we're talking about stats with the 5,000 yards. C.J. Stroud, when it comes down to his touchdown-interception ratio and the amount of yards he th- and the uh, passing yards per game leading the league in both, 
both. The only other quarterbacks that did this was 2007 Brady and peak Montana. So, like, C.J. Stroud had a ridiculous rookie year this year that was way better than Justin Herbert's rookie year, who also had no expectations when he started. Uh, I don't know about way better. uh, Way better. It's crazy. Tyrod Taylor? When he took over Tyrod Taylor, he had no expectations. What are we talking about? So the thing about – That's why I said in 2020 he was more of a gunslinger in 2020. He was throwing – if you go back and watch a lot of of his plays, he was literally – he was throwing a lot of like 50-50 up-in-the-air balls. To Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, he was throwing, he was taking a lot more risk than he take now. Now I see, I feel well, like he, you don't take as many risks. Well, well dude, that's that. only because to me, he literally was in the most opposite of an NFL system in Oregon for two straight years. Like, this is why I'll give that man all the props in the world is because Mario Cristobal, garbage head coach. Garbage head coach. He should not be he should not be the head coach of Miami. Yeah, you see right what he's doing he on the boys in Miami. He's a freaking bum. And he had Justin Herbert running RPO like he was a guy who couldn't throw in a pocket his entire career at the University of Oregon. And that's the only reason why I think he was a big gunslinger his first year is because he was like, he had to go one read or two reads. He wasn't at that point because he hadn't been an NFL-style offense yet. Um, And I will say, I think Herbert is right under Stroud. but I, I, I just think some of Herbert's deficiencies, Stroud, like, that's some of Stroud's strengths. And I think because of that. Wait, so what do you say Herbert's deficiencies? Talented. Elaborate on that. Um, it's, it's not a lot. But uh, number one, I will always say this about Herbert. People don't like that I say this about Herbert. And I understand that his offensive line wasn't as good. But he's a little too statulite in the pocket. Oh, that's yeah. one I, thing. I'll be yelling not, at my TV, tell him to run. It's and 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 so if you if you if John Harmon builds a good offensive line, this won't even matter into in a year or two. But it's just about just picking your spots when you want to stay in, when you want to stay out, maneuvering through the pocket. I think Stroud does that better, and then picking up blitzes. I wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So you so you saying you saying CJ Stroud got better pocket presence than Herbert? That's basically what you're saying, kind of. I think I, yeah, I, I I think I think it's better. I do. Mm. The thing about Herbert this yes, year, I can understand you. I can understand. I like. I'm not trying to drag it either, because yeah. I get I, that he he's still pretty good. But I mean, to me, it's fifty. Like, it's pick your points. Like, I ain't, I'm not mad if you say that right over Herbert. That. It is yeah, like they to me. Yeah. They both like they both like in that in that that's five six round. Like to me, that's where mm-hmm. they rank at as QBs. So I feel like they both fighting for that five six area, maybe even four going in the next season. Mm. Yeah, and I just think Stroud's better at getting in the hot too and picking them up. That's the only the only real knock I have on Herbert is sometimes he can't he 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 just doesn't pick up the blitz. He just doesn't see it. Like other than that, am I gonna bash that man? No, because he's playing with nobody. Like really, like this year he's playing with literally nobody. And I hate when like quarterbacks get absolutely dogged on for for one year that's not like insane numbers nobody and crazy td ratio keenan allen well not nobody he had keenan but 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 Riddell that was that. it though keenan allen really great uh he, yeah mike got injured keenan really early on gerald yeah, mike Everett tore his ACL good. in the vikings but, game yeah Riddell, gerald Everett is a good tight end though like bro, yeah, he's, he's straight but he's not he i mean he could definitely take advantage of matchups. The the he more problem, like, doesn't run he more better like than Stroud. I don't Brandon consider Katz. him like a primary Stop. number You're one tight end you can rely on. 
I'm not dude, mad at it. Dudes are out of their mind, bro. I swear. Go watch CJ Stroud, dog. Like, I don't understand. And also, I'll give, I'll give Herbert credit for, for uh, you know, exceeding what I think. Keenan Allen's great, but I think Hold on, one Herbert second. definitely Mookie. helped his numbers. Boy, put your, put your fucking camera on when you come up on here, nigga. I ain't playing with you. Big, dirty, dry, dread oh, ass, God. nigga. Who you talking to like that, snake, nigga. Star Deans, nigga. Who you talking to like you got that? that breath. You got that fucking breath like Get up on your dad's nuts. Hey, hey, Get up on your dad's nuts. I'm you on four you, foot bro. five midget. Put bro. your fucking camera on. You when four you come foot in five midget. Daddy, yeah, I gotta check your temperature. Put your bro. fucking camera on. I ain't been on this joint for like, in like three months, bro. I gotta check your temperature. You talk. I don't even say it. Oh. You gotta check in with me. Say it. Spill the beans, Mookie. No one wants to hear you. Brandon Cash, you, def- you definitely not coming here till you put your highlight tape in the motherfucking chat, nigga. I ain't playing with you, Brandon Cash. Now we on my now we on my type of time and we on demon time. And Mookie, get your big fat, big lip ass on the and camera, nigga. Put your camera on. Tape. I ain't playing with you. I ain't playing with you. Put your Damn camera on when you talk to your daddy. I want you to look your kill in the eyes, nigga. I ain't been killed you so many events ago. No, you, you didn't. You ain't killed shit, shit, nigga. You got your way, ass hooked, nigga. Your football takes the ass, nigga. And I'm about to expose your ass, bro. Don't worry, nigga. Don't worry. You gonna see? You gonna see a deep? Don't worry. Hey, hey, hey. I don't worry. Look your kill in the eye. My camera on. I ain't running. I ain't. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't scared. Hold on. I ain't scared to turn my camera on, nigga. But hey, hold on, hold on. I want to check your temperature, though. That's why I want to do, I want to check your temperature, nigga. Fuck your boyfriend real quick. Brandon Cash, but we ch- we kicked you from the studio till you show a highlight tape, nigga. You talk too much about sports. I don't respect niggas like you. Show me your highlight tape. You talking to your daddy right now, too, nigga. You need V-Bucks? Hey, it's a new season. The Apex come out. I know you need some coins, Brandon. Turn on your camera. Talk you talk, you, hey, 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 you talking, you talking to everybody step down. Ain't nobody hiding. I just don't want to debate no sports with no couch coat. Brandon Katz, show me a highlight tape of you out there getting sweaty, doing some chasing the ball, and then I'll talk to you. Mookie and Earn my respect already. I fuck with Mook. I don't fuck with you, though. I don't fuck with you. That's what folks don't know. I fuck with Mook. I don't fuck with you, Brandon Katz. So, nigga, you show me your highlight tape before I talk to you. Now, we back to Mook. Now, we back to my nigga, man. Now, we back to my nigga, man. See, that's what y'all don't know. I rock with my dude the long way. You feel me? But you, Brandon, I don't know you, boy. You, we 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 stop you at the club. Where your ID at, my nigga? We checking out. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, though. I, I just want to come in and ask some couple. I want to speak about the topic, and I want to, you know, what I'm saying. I know we ain't got a lot of time, you know, what I'm saying, but I got to speak about your boy Lamar Jackson because you talk all that trash. Oh, here you talk go. all that good Jeez. shit, you know. What I'm saying I you talk all that happening. gully gully shit, bro. When you, Jesus was, you know, when he was, you know, when he I was at the AFC Championship game. So I gotta oh, check your temperature like that because you are talking the king to correct takes in this football debate because you know. All my takes was hitting like eight for eight in the postseason, bro. Nope. I was on the top nope. of the mountain. No, they bro, you weren't. Know what I'm saying, hey, I'm saying, down. I don't hear your take. I was eight for eight, bro. I was eight for eight, bro. Stop playing with me. I was eight for eight, bro. Three for eight. I give you three for eight. No, 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 no. I was eight for eight. I can, I, I can pull it up, bro. I was eight for eight. You go, you can go check the gridiron films. You go check, check the past streams. I was eight for eight oh, on my takes. Now, let me get on R- you. Let me get on you, you, you. All y'all that sat there and, and, and picked CJ Stroud over Justin Herbert, and, and, <laughs> and what atmosphere, like what category? Like, is we talking production? Is we talking talent? Is we talking impact? Because if you if you try to break it down in all three categories, Justin Herbert checks all the boxes over CJ Stroud. He's he more talented than him. He has a stronger arm than him. He's more accurate than him. 
right? Um, you talking about he got better Whoa. pocket awareness. CJ Stroud ain't got no better pocket awareness, no Justin Herbert, bro. As another lie. Then if you go off of production, no, you're bro, lying yourself. Hold on. And hold on. If you go off of production, bro, Justin Herbert had a better rookie year than CJ Stroud. That's a fact. And CJ Stroud. I don't care about the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said what? About numbers. I don't care about the numbers. Okay, okay. So, so, so production don't matter. So talent doesn't matter. So production matters, matter. but it's not. It's, but, but, dude, you, I'm not going to sit here and let you cape with your with your stats with the old stat nerd. No, no, no I'm talking about no. stats and production. Justin Herbert has stats and production over C.J. Stroud, and he's obviously more talented him because he got a way better, stronger arm. He's uh more so accurate than him. He wait, has wait, better Luki, pocket Luki, awareness, Luki, Luki. bro. Any foot put footballs to try to win or something that CJ Stroud can't do because he's throwing to an so open Tank Dale. He's throwing to an open Nico Collins, who they offensive well, coordinator who is literally who literally hold on. Hold on, let me say this. Hold on. Wait, his CJ Stroud on throwing a tight window. His offensive coordinator is schemed yeah, up some of the you, best game we have seen. The best game that we have seen. In the postseason against the Cleveland Browns, be, and literally obliterate that so-called elite like that. level defense and the Cleveland Browns because he was scheming up guys that were literally open underneath the obliterated the, the uh, Browns defense. So, you when you look at the talent perspective, the production perspective, bro, and look at Justin Herbert's rookie year, clear CJ Stroud, and CJ Stroud had a better O line. He had a better he uh he had a better O line. He had better coaching, and he also had a better defense. Bro, Herbert is better than CJ Stroud. It's not even close. CJ Stroud bro. did have a better all right, situation. All right, number one, number one, number one. If the Texans were so good at every position group, like you say, a lead in every position group, then why were they so bad last year, Mookie? So how does CJ Stroud not have better impact than Justin Herbert? Because just, because CJ Stroud won you your division in year one. Michael, they did get rid of all the old year players. One? Yeah, they got rid of. But bro, why are you uh, why are you knowing the fact that they got they got new players? Like yeah. they Wait, got see, a better coaching. Like you gotta understand. Like they're the, that bad offensive line they had. They got rid of all them old players. They got rid of all of them, and they replaced them with new. They, they, I with guess young that, guys. not just new guys. They replaced them with young guys. Like that team was just young. Like Brad, but he's he's and dragged it. Like huge, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying is this is that CJ Stroud. Nah, you, you can go back, you can go back, Rodell to Houston. Houston, Texas made a lot of transactions through uh, through free agency and, and not free agency and uh, just picking up players in general. Like they made a lot of transactions, bro. Like in general, yeah, they brought in like they brought and they, in and that offensive Will coordinator, Brown, slow it, bro, is a really, really good offensive coordinator, bro. When you look at D'Amico Ryan's, a really, really good head coach, he had better coaching, he had a better O line. If you want to say Herbert had better weapons, that's fine. Even though I like the way Tankdale, Nico Collins, and all them guys has been playing, um, but the coaching in the offensive line was the two of the most important things, important factors when we talk about that can determine the quarterback's success in, within the offense, bro. And see, they show had that better than Justin Herbert in his rookie year, and Justin Herbert still outproduced him, still more talented as well, still had a better arm, and it's it's not even close, bro. Like. Listen, I like no, C.J. Stroud. Dude, dude, I think C.J. Stroud can make a conversation that he's a, a borderline top five quarterback, bro. When we talk about the 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 cream of the top and who's the elite level, bro, I mean, he's just not on that level yet, bro. Until I see more years of uh, uh, C.J. Stroud yet, bro. He's just yeah, not that's better. Kind of, that's kind of the route I was taking, but I wasn't going that hard. That, it's that, just not, bro. It's just, it's just and different. what I've seen over the one-year uh, rookie of a rookie. And then, 
And then if you tell him, Mookie's just chatting him because you're, overall, you're when it comes to rookie it. production, CJ Stroud clears Justin Herbert. When it comes down no, he to no, he does not. When it comes no, down no, to no, that's a lie. When you're lying. Mookie thought that Justin Herbert was that guy after his rookie year. So his chatting about, oh, I have to see. No, I didn't. You didn't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Riddell, Riddell, you didn't know me after Justin Herbert. I see a Herbert and I'm like, Oh, I didn't think he was that guy. You thought he was that guy. And he because he actually did go crazy in his rookie year. And when it comes to the Houston Texans, like before being completely honest, before the Texans did everything that they, they, they that they did in the draft, nobody expected them to be a good team. Everybody expected them to be a loss. Go back to the first round and have an early pick. Like when it comes to what J Rob said, and I actually agree to a lot. When CJ Stroud came in the building and playing how he was playing, he motivated the entire team. He showed his capabilities, and when they needed the most in key games to win the game, he put on his cap, he put on his vest, and he led them to where they got to go and did amazing game-winning drives. And let's not even talk about what he did in the first round of the playoffs to the Browns, who had the best defense in the NFL, arguably. So Stroud was huge. Brandon, in go play Madden. Barton Mitchell is the same guy that put their Browns. Can I ask you a question, Riddell? Can well, I, I play Madden, Brandon? Great quarterbacks throughout the year. Can yeah. I ask you? Can I ask you a quick question? In, in, in retrospect of, of finding a rhythm and, and developing, <clears throat> developing like some type of uh, uh, camaraderie amongst it uh, amongst the offense, right? Would you rather play six games, right? And these are six games you got to play out the year. Would That's you rather play lie, six Brandon. games versus the Jags, Colts, Texans, or Jags, Colts, and who else is in that division? Jags, Colts, and Titans. Or would you rather play three games versus the Chiefs, uh, Raiders, and 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 Broncos? Like just for his, for his quarterback going against a defense. Which game? Which 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 three teams do you think oh presents God. more of a? You guys are so freaking nasty, um, dog. Like, but no, no, it's not nasty because that's what y'all. Redell, you nasty, bro. The reason why because I said y'all are nasty. Y'all associate quarterback play. Y'all associate the quarterbacks they have to go against until they – that's not their challenge. C.J. Stroud's challenge was just beating up on the defense of the Titans, beating up on the defense of the Jags, and beating up Thank on you. the defense of the Colts versus okay. having, to having to beat up on the defense of the Broncos. Believe it or not, Broncos still was a solid defense. They were elite. They were elite Broncos when Justin Herbert came in. They were not elite. They were, elite. They, they were solid. They, they were elite, bro, in 2020. Raiders – Raiders also is another great defense with a great pass rush. Thank you. The Chiefs defense wasn't like that. The Raiders defense wasn't like that. And then I would like more than likely the Broncos. I would have to remember when it comes to their defense because they are usually Broncos defense was good 2022. That was the year where they literally had to just score over 17 points and they would have been like 11 and 6. Right. But we're talking about Justin Herbert's rookie year. The Broncos was a third. The Broncos was a third ranked defense. Hold on. Riddell, the Broncos was a third ranked defense. Now, when you sit there and say that C.J. Stroud off this, if you sit there and say C.J. Stroud uh, rookie year clear Justin Herbert. You're lying again. You just hate Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert had no, more passing dude, yards, no. more passing touchdowns. He actually beat the uh record for the most passing uh touchdowns in a rookie year in, of any quarterback in NFL history. He has the most 300 and 200 yards for any quarterback in NFL history as a rookie, bro. Uh, game right. So, like I said, there said, bro, his production was better, and on top of that, he was with, uh, historically. Bad defense, uh, his rookie I mean, year. He was pressure at a historical Dude, rate. Dude, you're just playing semantics. Hold on, bro, 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 bro. Hold on, bro. 
I let y'all got off that trash tape that y'all was that nonsense that y'all get off. So let me cook, bro. You've been trying to cook three minutes like, about this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Not only that, CJ Stroud, I mean CJ Stroud had literally one of the best uh offensive lines in the league this year. They're rated uh by pro football focus the third best pass blocking offensive line in the league. And on top of that, when you look at Justin Herbert, he had more passing yards, more passing touchdowns. And on top of that, he's dealing with a terrible O-line. He was pressured at a historical rate his rookie year. And we talk about being in another division where you had to go to the, go against the GOAT and Patrick Mahomes. You had to go against the third best uh, defense in the league and the Denver Broncos as well. The Raiders defense was good as well, right? How are you going to have sustained success down, down the line, bro, especially in the postseason? The reason why y'all sitting here saying C.J. Stroud is because of winning biasness and the fact that C.J. Stroud was on a better team. His uh to compare to Justin Herbert in his rookie year, bro. But we assess production, oh, so now talent, and impact. Life. Justin Herbert clears, bro. CJ Stroud. It's not even close. So now CJ Stroud rookie don't clear Herb. If you want to say CJ is better, which I agree with what Trent's saying. If you want to say CJ yeah, is better, that's what I was saying too. It don't clear. It don't. I only use the clear. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Ooh, I got caught Luki, up. Luki, you just guys. said that Michael, Herbert wait, clears. Wait, Michael, Michael, wait. He clears. He's better, better than him. I just want to be Herbert's on a tier above CJ Stroud. Trent, 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 Trent. I agree that it's better. I just got caught in the in the little. You just said he clears just Herbert with you. Let me let me finish. Let me finish talking. You come on, right there. I'm good. I'm talking right. So when it comes down to it, I agree with what you're saying, Trent. I got caught up in the moment. Not clear. I agree with not uh with that when it comes down to it. But um. Yeah, CJ Stroud. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the winning bias. If he didn't miss out those three games, he could have legitimately be the MVP of the league. I'm being oh, and if just and if just oh, oh, if Justin Herbert didn't get hurt in week 14, he'd been throwing for another 5K and he even not reach his prime yet. So okay. we can do these hypothetical arguments all we want to. But. So, her, so I'd rather be the MVP. So if we if, if we if we looking at a production base on the last three years, an uh, impact base, and we look at town, we all agree that years, Herbert is more physically he has. He had, like the like the words uh Trent brother used physically gifted with the tools Justin Herbert has. And then when we looking at the talent production wise, bro, it goes to Justin Herbert. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me let me respond. Hey, 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 no, 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 listen to me. Listen to me. Don't interrupt me when I when I say this. You talk about all this stuff. Uh, Justin Herbert clears him, dude. Number one, I'll say Justin Herbert's arm strength is better. But you're acting like CJ Stroud doesn't have crazy arm talent too, making crazy Never tight window that. throws. Herbert that are arm talent Thirty yards though. past the line. Number one. Number two. I ain't gonna lie. Two. I ain't gonna lie, Mike. That arm talent Herbert got cleared. Herbert, Herbert. It clears. clears. That's clears fine. Better. That's fine. That's fine. Clears. I was not. That's generational. Listen, listen. Generational. Before you go again, before you go again, go again. Riddell, literally, it's only three people in the NFL right now that has a rocket launcher attached to their arm. That's Herbert, Mahomes, and, and Allen. Allen. Oh, they you're talking about they got, that, they got that shit that morph into a, it literally morph into Zoom. A, and they said that nigga got the launch code. In terms of arm strength, in terms of arm strength, I agree with you. But one thing that's very impressive from CJ Stroud 
is Ball even phrase. when he's not fully composed and he's off platform, he still can throw a laser and fit what? into Herbert can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I never I, said Herbert I'm, can't. I'm, 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 I'm not debating nah. that, but but listen, Stroud's the reason, the reason why you gotta rock with Herbert, bro. I saw Herbert fall into the left and he throws a ball 40. It was like a 40-yard pass, but the ball literally went 85 yards from where he was. Right. You're talking about that giant. All into the left, game. and he throws it back game. to the right. The Giants, yeah, that's the that's listen literally here, one of the greatest throws. Listen, listen, listen here, mere mortals, mere okay, mortals is not making. Listen here, bro. You right. can, you can line up a million people, right? He's amazing. You can line up a million people that play quarterback, bro. Right. Out of one million people. And I don't think I don't think y'all know how difficult that throw is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very, very difficult. Let me finish. And on top of that, Herbert's accuracy is better than CJ. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. And the deep ball accuracy to play. Mike, you're not saying Pinpoint. All right, all right. So my my only my only issue is I agree that Herbert's arm strength is better, but I honestly, dog, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't. How, that don't matter. Oh my God. How does it matter? When no, no, clear. listen. Wait, that, stop. Part of wait, stop. You got off. You were cooking burnt toast for five freaking minutes. So let me talk. No, I was, cook, I was right. cooking. Uh, Look, no, you're cooking burnt clam toast. Clam chowder. There's something up. that you eat. Shut up. I'm, eating, I'm Mookie, cooking clam chowder, up. your favorite dish. Mookie, shut up. Mookie, shut up. You love clam chowder. Mookie, I was cooking your favorite Mookie, dish. Shut up. Mookie, shut up. Mookie, shut up. All right, you're done. All right. All right, let me finish. Let me finish. All right, CJ Stroud, arm strength isn't as good. It's still very good. Number two, and I'll keep on saying this. You You're want to sick. sit here and say oh, that that Texans offensive line is elite? Yes. Come on, bro. It's a good offensive line. It's not elite. There's there a were, lot of there were elite pass There's a lot lines. of plays. There's a lot of plays where tackles <laughs> and guards got beat, and C.J. Stroud made plays to get out this of that. Dude is so stupid. when you tell me, no, no, wait. It's better than the Chargers O line this year. Boys no football, wait, bro. Wait, wait, wait. When you tell me that C.J. Stroud can't deal with pressure. Bro, three picks the whole year, three, all in one game. Oh, super efficient. Yeah, super oh, yeah. efficient, and he is better. And and look, he Justin Herbert can throw farther off platform, but I'm still taking Stroud. Yeah, Mike, off you're not saying. Hold on, Mike, 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 Mike. Mike you told everybody to shut up, and you said a bunch of nothing, yeah, bro. That, First of did, all, yeah, you yeah, cannot you deny. Say? You cannot deny you the facts. The stats are the facts. The offensive line in the in the Houston, Texas, bro. Even you can go watch the film, bro. There's so I, many times where CJ Stroud is standing six, seven pockets, uh, seconds in the pocket on his drop back, bro, and and literally can literally find an open route receiver. Justin Herbert does not have that room where he can literally drop back in the pocket, stand foot in the pocket for like five to four seconds, and find an open receiver. He, you talking about a guy that's getting? You comparing a guy in his rookie year was getting pressure at a historical rate to a guy that that's behind. A, a top three pass protection offensive line in the league, bro. You want to sit there and say that, oh, it doesn't matter if somebody have a, a, a better, stronger arm to you? It does matter because you compare the guy that has a generational a generational arm uh, uh, talent to a guy that has a good arm doing? talent, bro. That's It's completely different uh, tiers, bro. Then when we looking at Justin Herbert's oh, uh, accuracy, man. Bro, and his ability to throw for anticipation is better than CJ Stroud. And on top of that, That's he's cat, a better bro. runner. That's he's cat. a oh, he's That's a better lying. runner. He throws That's better off cool. platform. He has a stronger arm and he's more accurate, bro. What more things you want to do? What more things you want to do? 
Go go ahead, bring the wins up, Mike. I don't agree. Go bring the wins. Go bring the wins up, Mike. That's all you got to do. Bring the wins up. Because if you bring the wins up, I can bring that CJ Stroud has a better defense than Justin Herbert. I can bring that CJ Stroud. It literally got great weapons, got a great offensive coordinator, they got a great head coach, something that Justin Herbert has never had until this year. Shut up, dude. It's all Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, bro. We got to bring some facts, bro. No, no, you wait, wait, wait. After open field. That's about to end here shortly to get ready for this interview. We got the human joystick, y'all. One Dan Robinson is in the VIP room. I got to take the time out to ask all y'all that's in here right now. Pull up the Trent shit. Trent, y'all know Trent. Drop the link over here in the chat. Pull up. We finna interview one Dan Robinson. Come on, man. Y'all know y'all seen the boy Kentucky. Seen what he do on the, on the Giants before he got hurt. Come on, man. The human joystick. Please pull up. We're finna ask that dude a lot of questions. I don't know if you guys in the chat over here play sports, but it's a lot of insight we're finna get for you guys. That hopefully may help you guys make it to the NFL, NBA, wherever y'all want to go. Back to what I, y'all uh, uh, hey, look, uh, look, no, uh, no, uh, no, Mookie, stop. No, hey, no, bro, no, bro. We got two minutes left, bro. I don't want to cook you no more. I got to ask Bama something. Bama, 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 I got to ask you something. I'm not done. Can I, can I, can I, mute this guy. Mute this guy. He already got cooked, bro. Let it go, let it go, bro. Hold on, bro. I barely be on here. You been, you been on here though. You've been on here for like a, a hour and thirty-four, an hour and thirty minutes, bro. Please, bro. Okay, that's fine. You've been here for like an hour and thirty minutes, bro. We heard you get off your nasty bro, take. And I gotta ask, I gotta ask Bam, I gotta ask Bam or something. Hey, Bam, hey Bam, can I get a refund, point, bro? What? Can I get a refund? Refund for what? But you, but you. So you say that Lamar Jackson oh, man. is oh, the best God. quarterback wait, 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 in the league. Can I get a refund? Hey, hey, hey. Can I get a hold on? Bella, can I get a refund? But you said that he's better than Patrick. I'll give you this, Mookie. You funny. You funny. I ain't like you. I ain't go high because they're You're a freaking clown. Look at you, bro. No, no, no. Lamar, you do Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me say this right here. You're not better than Mike. I was told on PC Grid Iron, you give Lamar Jackson great weapons. <laughs> great Dude, coaching. it's not great weapons. Oh, you give Lamar Jackson great oh, weapons, great coaching, a, a, a great defense. No, he got a historical defense, right? You give Lamar Jackson all this. He's going to the Super Bowl. He's having three postseasons. You telling me that his Oracle Ravens defense shut out Patrick Mahomes, the GOAT, nigga, the greatest quarterback of all time. He shut out that offense. That Ravens defense shut out that offense. You telling me you scored three points, Bella? Three points. Y'all told me that this man was the greatest runner you ever seen, bro. Y'all even said there that he better than Vic. Nah, Y'all said you were better than Vic. 
He you couldn't know, even run the football, Bama. He couldn't even use his legs, Bama. He couldn't even break the situation downfield, Bama. Oh, my God, bro. Bro, bro. I rest my case, man. I rest my case, man. Is anybody taking Justin Herbert over Lamar right now? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because let me tell you what. Justin Herbert has never had a historical defense. never had a historical defense. Anybody that can read. Oh, Bama, Bama. Oh. Hey, Bama, Bama, Bama. I'm taking her. That's the worst choke job in NFL history. It, no it literally is, bro. From no, a quarterback oh, perspective, bro, bro. talk bro. about the situation. That's the worst that's choke job in NFL history, bro. All right, listen, no, listen, listen. listen. You can't name your worst choke right, job, bro. My turn. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. This guy below me, the Herbert fan, said Herbert was going to throw for 6,000 yards this season. So let yeah, we're closing. You are bugging when you say that. That's that. Y'all sat there and say Lamar's gonna do it for the hood. He's gonna win a Super Bowl. He gonna he gonna be the first black traditional uh, uh, running back quarterback to win a goddamn Super Bowl. And he choked. Y'all all got proven wrong, nigga. Not only did he so choke, but you telling me, me, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro, hold on, bro, Mike, you sound you're annoying, bro. Shut up, bro. You telling me? You telling me? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You telling me? Hold on. You're telling me. You're telling me oh a guy that has God, a top dude. three, top no, four offense up. in the league can't even score a touchdown against a, a Chiefs defense, <laughs> right? <laughs> who, 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 uh, at least, who at least, right? Josh Allen scored. Y'all said Lamar is better than Josh Allen. Y'all sat there and said that Lamar Jackson, this top two quarterback, undoubtedly. You telling me he couldn't even score a touchdown in the second half. And y'all sitting Listen. there and say he's better than these quarterbacks Luffy, like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, man. Herber Get out of here. Y'all don't know. This is what we call deflection. So you're a fanboy. You want to deflect. You want to be a fanboy and deflect, bro. You want to be a fanboy and deflect, bro. Y'all deflecting, bro. Instead of sitting there saying, I was wrong. I was wrong about the quarterback. Just sit there and say that Mookie Jones, you was right that Lamar Jackson was a choker. You was right that he was a fraud. The man couldn't even read. Hold on. The man couldn't even read cover two. He couldn't even read Tampa two. He can't even read Tampa two. He can't even read cover two, bro. They were playing a cover two, nigga. They were playing cover two on Lamar Jackson. He couldn't even read the defense. What are we doing here, bro? Shut up, Mookie. You shut up. You shut up. You shut up, bro. You shut up. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth to understand that you were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong, bro. Let me say this right quick. He couldn't even read cover two. He couldn't even read cover two. You go watch the all 22, which I watch. He couldn't. Bro, Todd Monkey had the best. Let me say this, bro. Bro. What have you been saying all the time? Everybody, everybody. Todd Monkey had the best play to beat cover two. He ran a drag with Odell. He ran he ran two drags with Odell and Isaiah Likely. He ran a dig with uh Duvernay and he ran a post route with um with um Zay Flowers. This man, Lamar Jackson, dropped back holding the football on when he had Isaiah Lockley underneath. He couldn't throw with anticipation that ended up a sack and a loss of down, bro. 
This what he does. He threw that to triple coverage. He couldn't throw He's a one read quarterback, bro. He's a one read quarterback, man. What about Justin Herbert? Lamar Jackson, when he sucked. We're not talking about Justin Herbert. We're not talking about Justin Herbert. We talk about we talk about Lamar Jackson. We was a straight up bum. You 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 want to knock oh. Lamar for one game and then you don't knock Herbert when he sucks. When he sucks, that's my problem with you. You're the when he sucks. Wait, when he sucks. You're the, you when he sucks. When he sucks, he sucks a lot of games. A lot of games he sucks. Early, shut up, bro. A nigga press you and you a Lamar Jackson fan. Y'all don't respect Stop it, bro. It's a lot of games where he sucks. No, name of those games then. That's what I'm saying. No, nah, no, nah, we got we got to wrap up. All right. Yeah, that's why I thought. Up. Cook the we're show, man. Time he sold against the Raiders. Cook the show, man. Get into the playoffs. Hey, hey, that nigga Dookie Bull. He's working. He was bull, man, huh? That shitty defense actually played good. All right, all right, all right. We're wrapping it up. We got to wrap it up. All right, make sure you guys go to Trent's show. That's coming up next. Make sure his link is in the in the chat. Make sure you do that. Appreciate y'all popping in. Make sure you guys show up to Press Box tomorrow at 2 p.m. EST. Y'all have a good one. Peace.